The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of Feng Shui and Chinese metaphysics. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome, I'm Kathleen Zamansky, and this is Illuminating Feng Shui. Today I'm talking with Ty Crandall, and we're going to talk about how to build your business credit. So I just want to kind of remind our listeners here, the vision of my show is to bring you business experts to help you make wise business decisions, but you're also going to hear my weekly Feng Shui tip later in the program. Today I'm actually going to talk about how to best prepare for the seismic shift that's about ready to happen with the new energies of of the fire rooster. But first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my guest today. His name is Ty Crandall, and he's an international known speaker, author, pod show host, and business credit expert. With over 16 years of financial experience, Ty is recognized as an authority in business credit building, business credit scoring, and business credit repair. Ty is the author of two popular books on credit named Perfect Credit and Business Credit Decoded, and he's often interviewed on radio and news shows, TV programs, and magazines, including Entrepreneur and Inc. Ty is currently uh, the CEO at Credit Suite, where he has helped create, grow one of the biggest and most credible business coaching operations in the United States. And Ty is joining us from beautiful Florida today. Might be a little bit more sunny than it is here in Northern California. It's literally raining cats and dogs here today. Welcome to the show, Ty. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Great. It was really nice connecting with you before the show. I think it's going to be a a lively, spirited show. I like your sense of humor. So, well, what I'd like to do is I always start by asking my guests what they know either about feng shui, astrology, or auspicious timing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a positive because that's one of the platforms of my show, too, is to bring some credibility to some of the things that are out in the marketplace and then in sort of the, the news news internet flows. So what, what can you tell me about what you know? Not much. No. <laughs> that's, <laughs> well, that's okay. That's a fair, that's a fair answer. <laughs> you know, feng shui, from what I understand, really has to do with kind of, you know, harmonizing us with our, uh, with our environment. Uh, the one thing I know about feng shui, I think I know, as I've always heard, you know, if your, fr- if your stairs go, you know, out your front door, that it's never a good thing because it's like you're throwing money out there. Whether that's accurate or not, I don't know. But uh, that, that was one of the things I'd heard that I thought was kind of related to feng shui. Hmm. Possibly yeah. not. Yeah, no, 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 that, no. There, there. You know, with without having an exact, you know, like diagram of a person's, you know, floor plan and how it's laying out on the land, because really, feng shui starts 
outside, there's this misconception that, you know, oh, I'm going to go feng shui a building and I only look at the inside. I must address what's happening outside. So really, uh, the, the, the true way for someone to tap into their home or office is where that energy enters into your property. And it really is very formulaic about putting a compass over your property land and where your building is sitting and facing. And then how does that energy come up to your front door? So in some respects, if it's positioned in the wrong area, because there is no cookie cutter solution to an individual person's home or office. Every building is different. I don't care if it's the exact same architect and they're built right next door to each other. They're going to be off a few degrees just because of the landform. So there is some validity to that statement about the stairs, but I would have to assess why that would be going out because on on the flip side of that, it could be very positive that the energy that's being brought up to the building is quite positive and can nourish and help the occupants be very, very successful. So anyway, I can go on that tangent for a while, but let's let's talk um, about some business <laughs> credit here. So um, what what exactly is business credit, Ty? Well, when we talk about business credit, what we're ultimately talking about is, uh, you know, credit profile and score that's built for a business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, much the same as you have a, a credit profile and score uh, that's linked to you, you know, on personally and, and is attached to your social security number. Everybody's business has its own credit profile and score that's linked to that business through the business EIN number. And outside of that, it functions much the same as what you're familiar with with consumer credit. You know, you start with no credit, you build a credit profile and score, and then you know, ultimately that credit profile and score can be used to qualify you for everything from uh, from credit cards to real estate to to vehicle loans. Exactly the same thing as possible for a business that establishes its own credit profile and score. Wow. I'm learning something from question one. This is interesting. Let's go a little bit deeper. So does is it really possible for any business to get credit, business credit? Sure, yeah, absolutely. I mean, even, you know, startup businesses, even companies that literally just opened their doors today or even tomorrow um, can still qualify for business credit. All that's really needed to get approved for business credit is just an entity to be set up, whether it be a, you know, sole proprietorship or a partnership or a corporation or, or any entity will work. And then you need to file for your EIN number, which is free. You can go right to irs.gov. And once you have your entity set up and you have an EIN number, Number, then you can start obtaining credit using that EIN number to actually uh, get approved and qualify. Cool. Now, we have some listeners that are not only from the United States. I'm sure they could go to their own local you know, government tax preparer and that kind of thing to find out what the rules and regulations are over there. But I'm sure some of these things apply internationally as well, wouldn't you think? Sure, all of them do. You know, now, now the bureau reporting agencies are different. So, for example, you know, you could build business credit in Australia the same as you can here in the in the states, in the United States. But the difference is, is that you're going to be dealing with different business credit reporting agencies over there, uh, and some of them will be the same, but some of them are different. So that's really the, the biggest difference. You know, functionally, uh, business credit's the same in most places that you go around the world. The only difference is, is that some places use other business credit reporting agencies. Um, while others use others. So, for example, here in the United States, we would deal with Equifax Commercial and Experian Commercial and Dun & Bradstreet, but those three aren't the most popular reporting agencies um, in all other countries. 
Hmm. Okay. All right. And, you know, as we move into closer and closer to this global market, I mean, even me, I have a global, you know, database and global clientele because of very nature of what I do. It's it. And, and virtually we can do anything anymore. So, you know, we are getting closer and closer to that. So, oh, that's very interesting. Okay. But so, what about your personal credit? So is it possible to get business credit without getting your personal credit check or how are they interlinked anyway? No, that that's the whole benefit of business credit. And yeah, they are somewhat interlinked in some cases that are rare. And by that, I mean that, you know, Experian offers what they call a blended score, which somebody can purchase, you know, a credit issuer could purchase. And the blended score will blend the consumer and business credit. But for the most part, the benefit of business credit is that it is completely separate from your personal credit. And this is why Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine and this is why SBA and and you know most of the authorities, even NASDAQ just had an article out there about it in SCORE. They all talk about the same thing. The importance of business credit is that you're separating your personal and business liability. And that's what you want to do as a business owner. And that's what the big companies do. When you look at big companies, their owners and CEOs aren't personally guaranteeing everything for that business. They're not providing their social security number when they're applying for credit. They're, they're separating the credit from the business and the actual owner. And any business can do it through business credit. You know, real business credit doesn't require a personal credit check to get approved. Uh, You know, it doesn't require or it doesn't have any of the accounts that you obtain to actually report to the consumer credit reporting agencies. They only report to the business credit reporting agencies. And so, you know, that's one of the benefits of business credit is that you're truly separating the liability. The credit you obtain for the business only reports on your business reports, not your consumer reports. So you could obtain credit, use it as freely without having any kind of adverse impact on your consumer credit score, which is hmm. a, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. You know, like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I, I actually want to throw in a little ringer question here, you know, in 2008, 9, 11, whatever, how long ever this has been going on, where there was massive bankruptcy filing. So I'm talking about somebody who filed for personal bankruptcy. It, 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 are they also, you know, is, is the eyes shut to that for, or is that kind of already like public record? And, and so it's harder for somebody who has filed for bankruptcy to get business credit. No, I mean, business credit, when you obtain it the right way, they're not even looking at your personal credit profile and score. So what that means is it means that you can have a bankruptcy, you can have any any kind of damage on your personal credit, and when you're applying for business credit, you're not providing your social security number. So they're not even looking at your personal credit report, so anything that reports on your personal credit report is not used to determine your approval for business credit accounts. Well, I'm sure that's a relief to many business owners who have thought, well, I'm stymied. I really can't go anywhere because of that black mark for so many years. Um, so anyway, well, that's good, good, uh, good answer there. So that's good to know. I like how you said the right way. I'm going to I'm sure you're going to tell us how to do that very soon. But anyway, so um, can a business get credit without, you know, an owner taking on personal guarantee as well? Absolutely. And the key, as I mentioned, is to leave the social security number off the application. You know, and, and that's that's legal. What you can't do is ever use any number 
in place of a social security number on an application. So sometimes people see things about like CPN, which are credit privacy numbers out there. There's this whole kind of scam, I call it, where you know you could get a CPN and use it in place of your social for damaged credit. You never want to do that. You're, you're breaking multiple federal laws, at least here in the States, if you use anything in lieu of your personal identification number, which in the States here is your social security number. Um, and again, each country has its own. Uh, but what you can do is build a completely separate separate credit profile for your business under the EIN. And when you do this and you obtain credit without providing your social, then again, not only does that credit not report on your consumer credit reports, but you're not personally liable for it. So then that way you're truly separating your business and individual liability. So if unfortunately you ever do default on the credit, they can come after the business assets, but your personal assets become off limits. So it keeps your personal finances safe, which you know people that went through what they went through in 2008, that's very important because a lot of people personally guaranteed what they did in their businesses. The economy shifted radically and they lost everything on the business and personal side because they personally guaranteed it. Well, business credit's a way around that where you keep your personal assets and finances safe and separate from the business. Wow, that's that's very very interesting. So um, I, I just uh, I need a real quick answer for this one, and we can continue it on the other side of the break. But why does it seem like only big companies are the ones that can get business credit? Well, because they have financial experts that walk them through what you and I are going to go through here on the show. Yeah. You know, eventually companies get so big they have CFOs and they have financially savvy people that take over the financial affairs of the business. And these people know about corporate credit. They know about business credit. They know the steps to obtain it. They know the importance of the separation of liability. And unfortunately, a lot of small business owners, they just don't know those things. They're not things we're taught in high school or college or business school. Um, And so the result of that is that, you know, a small business owner kind of learns through time. And you know, hopefully they eventually figure it out, although 90% don't. And then big businesses have financial savvy people to help them understand it and make that shift. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna just take um, a moment now, right now to thank my sponsor, Saddler Inc. Insurance. I personally have all of my insurance with Saddler, all of my business and professional. Uh, liabilities are with them and the staff at Saddler is dedicated to giving you the best coverage at the best price and it's not a matter of if you're going to need insurance it's when so get the coverage you need and for real customer service for all your insurance needs check out my sponsor SaddlerInc.com that's S-A-D-L-E-R-I-N-C.com stay tuned for more on Illuminating Feng Shui and when we come back I'm going to continue the conversation with Ty Crandall talking about how to build your business credit when it comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network highly successful people know that timing is everything Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. 
Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski. We're joined today by Ty Crandall, and we're talking about how to build your business credit. So in during the break, Ty and I were kind of discussing back and forth, and it's really my curiosity of, you know, like what would be some of the reasons why someone would want to even take out a business credit? Like I personally, a little bit maybe old school is, you know, it was like, a, you know, you should be paying cash or, you know, don't overextend your you know, your credit cards and things like that. But, you know, maybe has kept my business smaller than it could or, you know, it could be at this point if I had thought maybe strategically different about taking out a a business credit line. So can you address that a little bit for me? Sure. And I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, you know, any business could probably survive by bootstrapping the business. Uh, It's just a matter of how restrictive it is to growth. You know, so every major big privately owned or publicly owned company in this country borrows money. Every single one, even Apple that's sitting on billions of dollars in assets still borrows money because there's so many benefits of doing so. When we look at companies like Walmart, what a lot of people might not know is that 80% of what Walmart sells they literally use business credit to buy from the suppliers. Then you go in as an individual, buy that item from them, and then they use your money to actually pay back the credit. So they buy 80% of what they sell on credit and then turn around and then sell it, make the money, and use it to pay off the credit. So this is this bit, This is why Walmart's the number one retailer in the world. It's why all of these companies are as big as they are because they're very wise at using OPM, other people's money to grow. Um, I'm very much like what you're saying. You know, I'm very much, you know, Kathleen, like you're describing on the personal side. I'm not big on personal debt of any kind. I'm not big on using personal credit cards. But in the business world, you grow so much faster when you're using other people's money to be able to fund the growth. If you're not doing that, then you're making profits. You're using the profits to pay yourself. You're using the profits to try to grow the business, and it really stifens the growth of the business. Can you succeed? Sure you can, but you may never really be a big business without obtaining some kind of capital to get there. And If you are and do become a really big business without the capital, it's usually because um, you know it's taken you a lengthy time to be able to do it. So really any company, even if you're not using large amounts of capital or you know not obtaining large amounts of financing, you still should build a credit profile and score. It's the same as in the consumer world because 
you might not use credit cards, but at some point, you're going to want to buy a mortgage or get a home loan. You're going to want to get a car loan. And if you have ignored your credit up until that point when you need it, well, then you have a problem because then it takes you years to build it the way you need it to to qualify for those things once you need it. So business credit and consumer credit are both the same there. You don't ever want to wait to build it until you need it. You want to get an early start. You want to build a credit profile and score as soon as possible. You can use the the credit you obtained to buy a lot of the office supplies, the computers, and the furniture, and the things that you need at the beginning as you're starting a business, which helps you expedite the growth. Um, In building the business credit profile and score, that will ultimately determine whether you get approved or denied for loans, how much you get approved, the terms you'll pay, So as your business grows, getting business loans will obviously be important, and business credit will determine those factors. But it's even more beyond that. I mean, in the consumer world, you know, somebody has to have our permission to pull our credit report. Here in the United States, that's required under the Fair Credit Reporting Act. But in the business world, that's not required. Anybody can look at your business credit reports, your competitors, your prospects, your clients, uh, people that might potentially buy your business or invest in your business. Anybody can see it. It's public information. So since you're judged so heavily based on the quality of your business credit, it's very important, whether you wildly use it or you don't, that you at least establish and do the right things to build your business credit because it's so accessible by so many people. Okay, I'm not very good at sound effects, but my brain just went. (laughs) I mean, really, I'm just like, what? This is so interesting to me. This is so interesting to me because, I mean, I... I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and they're in a, you use the exact kind of, you know, analogy that I want to depict right here is bootstrapping it. It's just like, you know, robbing from Peter to pay Paul kind of deal. It's just like, it's just this juggling and it, and, you know, I mean, obviously you still have to be sensible about why you're taking the credit and what you're using it for and that you can pay back, you know, all those good practices, of course, but You know, I I just see businesses that I work with would actually explode with great things if they had a little bit more of the the credit line working for them. And and just that that good piece of advice of establishing the business credit, because I... I'll have to look at it myself. I don't. I don't know. I'll have to see what I've got going on myself. I've got a business credit card, and but I don't know what that's how that's affecting my business score. So I'll have to check that out as well. But anyway, okay. So you talked about a little bit earlier about some entities, uh, you know, of how, you know, like what types would be the best structure for any particular business to build that credit. So can you can you break those down a little bit? Like, you know, why would it matter which entity you would choose? Well, sure, and, and it's different in every country. You know, here in the states, your entity will, in large part, determine two things. It'll determine how you're taxed, whether or not you know you, you're, the the profits of the business roll over to your personal tax returns, or whether or not you pay taxes on your personal tax returns and pay corporate taxes. And the other thing that entities will really determine is liability. You know, in the United States, if you are a sole proprietor or a partnership entity. 
you are the business. You and the business are one and the same. So you'll never truly separate your business liability from you as an individual because you are the business. So, you know, that's very problematic because, you know, when you obtain credit, you'll always be liable, but it also opens you up for lawsuits. If anybody were to ever sue the business, then you would also be able to be sued. All of your personal assets would be able to be included in that lawsuit. So I'm a firm believer that anybody that starts a business really should should focus on choosing an entity where they are separate from the business, um, such in the United States as an LLC or corporation, because then you're not personally liable for what's taking place in the physical business. And that's a really big deal, like I said, for you know guarantee of credit, but it's also a really big deal to protect you from lawsuits and all the unexpected things that can happen in business. You know, most of us don't ever expect to fail, but statistically in the United States, you know, over 75% of businesses do fail and a lot of them in the first 5 years of uh, of being in business. So with those kind of statistics against you, this is one of the reasons you really want to separate your liability. You really want to have capital to back you up, which is one of the biggest reasons businesses fail is because they don't have it. And you really want to try to create as much separation and liability from you and the business as you can just to keep you and your family's finances safe. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that too. When I was setting up my business structure, I mean, we went through each and every turn, and you know, I I am so happy that my lawyer, you know, suggested doing the LLC, and it's like it just protects me on so many different levels. And let's face it, in business, we do need to protect ourselves. So anyway, so absolutely. all right, yeah. So okay, with business credit cards, are is the credit issuer and credit limits similar to what you might see in that consumer world as well? Oh, it's it's definitely not even close. I mean, it, you know, in the in the business world, when we look at credit, and this is worldwide, it's always the same. One of the components of credit itself is known as capacity. And when we look at the capacity of credit, we look at how much credit somebody actually needs. Well, an individual will never need even a fraction of the access to money that uh, that you would need in a business. You know, so for example, you know, you can get a ten thousand dollar Dell business credit card shortly after starting to build business credit, you know, 60 days or so after from, from initially starting a business credit profile and score, you could typically get approved for a $10,000 Dell credit card. You may never need that in the consumer world. You may never have any kind of need to go out and buy $10,000 worth of home computers at the same time. But in the business world, you probably need more than that because, you know, to fill an office full of computers can easily cost $10,000. You know, I just had a client on our show show uh, yesterday and you know she just got approved after 90 days for a $40,000 Best Buy credit card. Um, there's nobody I've ever met that would go spend $40,000 worth of items for their house or personally at Best Buy. But for her business, that wasn't even enough for what they actually do in the type of industry that they are. So capacity, fundamental element of credit, and because of it, it really sets up an environment where business credit accounts, according to SBA, are 10 to 100 times higher than consumer credit because the need for greater capacity is there for a business than it is for an individual. Got it. I I had no idea that you could you could quickly, you know, get your business credit up and running. So you know you can build it that fast. So that's that's something that is kind of mind boggling for me as well. 
Well, and, and it's possible because of the way credit scoring works in the business world. You know, what you're familiar with is how the FICO score works here in the United States. And the FICO score has five different components. It's based on your payment history and your utilization and the length of time you have credit, the mix of credit, the new credit you're obtaining. These five factors make it very difficult to obtain really high scores and really high amounts of credit unless you have years and years of well-disciplined borrowing. But in the business credit world, when we look at the business, the biggest business credit reporting agencies like Equifax and DNB, for example, or Dun and Bradstreet, the credit scores are only based on payment history. That's it. So all you have to do is get some credit initially that reports to the business credit reporting agencies. You use the credit, you pay the bill, and when you pay it on time or early, that's how it's reported. It instantly gets you a really good credit score. And then that really good credit score is what you use to springboard off of very quickly and start obtaining really, really high limit credit accounts in a short period of time. Got it. Okay. And now I got. I need another kind of quick answer from you, but does a business owner need like collateral or cash flow to, to get that business credit? No, as a matter of fact, you know, and this is pretty pretty similar worldwide. If you want to obtain a business loan, you have to have one of three things: good credit, um, cash flow, or collateral. One of those three things will always be required for some type of alternative business loan. And for big bank loans, you have to have all three. Uh, but with business credit, it's the only type of financing that exists where you don't need good credit, you don't need cash flow or collateral. If you have none of those. You can still obtain financing using business credit. It's the only way worldwide you can obtain financing is by using business credit because at that point you wouldn't qualify for a loan but still can qualify to obtain you know, high limit business credit accounts. Wow. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wow. This is fascinating. Okay. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we're going to hear more from Ty Rendell. I think this is a very, very interesting topic. So stay tuned. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Do you second guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a five elements business astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. 
To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski. And if you're just tuning in, I'm speaking with Ty Crandall. And we're talking about how to build your business credit. So, Ty, what types of credit do lenders look at when they decide on whether they're going to approve you for money or not? Well, it depends on what type of institution you're looking for financing from. So, um, you know, if you're looking at a big conventional bank like a Wells Fargo, Bank of America, um, you know, Credit Suisse, one of those type of, of institutions, they're typically going to be looking at all three, which is called uh, consumer credit, which, again, you know, each country ha- has a different type of, of credit, but the one that's linked to the individual, uh, the business credit, which we've been talking about so far, and then a third type of credit, which is called bank credit, which is actual uh, – really, you'll never see your bank credit score. It's internal only the bank's ever see it, but it really has to do with how much money you keep in the bank. And if you keep you know, $10,000 or more, then you're usually lendable with a low five rating. And then the high five or the highest score you can get is about 70000 or more in the account. So big banks will look at all three, bank credit, business credit, consumer credit. Uh, when you're talking about alternative lenders, which there's a lot of them worldwide, alternative lenders like On Deck, for example, that just focus on one of those strengths like cash flow, credit, or collateral. They'll typically look at your business credit um, and your personal credit. And then, you know, there's some sources out there that if you have strong enough collateral, they won't look at credit at all. They'll lend you money just based on a 401k or based on the equipment you own or, or you know, based on, um, you know, other factors like account receivables or purchase orders. And in those cases, they'll typically look at consumer credit sometimes, but it's not really a big factor. So the big banks look at all three and alternative lenders sometimes look only at consumer credit. Sometimes they look at business credit and consumer credit. Got it. So here's the crux of it, um, listeners. Uh, Ty is now going to tell us how to start building that business credit profile and score. So what are the steps? Can you walk us through what we need to do? Sure. The the first step in obtaining business credit is that you need to make sure that you have a credible business on paper. And the way I like to explain is that every time you fill out a credit or loan application, think about every line item that's being asked because every line item has a purpose and it's usually being checked against something that the actual credit issuer or lender um, has to be able to give you an approval. So, for example, you know you you need to have a business address or maybe a virtual address if you don't have a real physical business address. If you used a home address, then immediately that would red flag your application because their computers will tell you right away or tell them right away if it's a home address versus a business address. So, you want to have a professional website and a professional email address and. You want to have a business phone number, um, not a home phone or a mobile phone that you're putting on the application. You should have that number listed with 411. Um, you should have a fax number for the business, even if you don't use fax. You know, Everything on the application should reflect that you have a credible business. 
if you've done that, then the next step is to start obtaining what's called vendor credit. And vendor credit are just basically credit issuers that will give you credit even when you have none now. It reports to the business credit reporting agencies, which will establish your business credit profile and score. And the credit's usually not revolving credit like credit cards that we're used to. It's usually credit on like terms like net 15 or net 30-day terms, where you have 30 days to pay back the balance in its entirety. So some examples of this are Uline, uh, Quill. Uline and Quill sell office supplies and shipping supplies, things that most business owners would want to need. Um, there's also Monopolize Your Marketplace, which sells you know marketing resources. Uh, Lachlan & Associates, which sells accounting resources. Seton, which sells all different kinds of things from first aid kits to road signs. So these companies will give you credit even when you have none. They report it to the business credit reporting agencies. And all you basically have to do is go there and buy some things that you want to buy. As you exit in the car, it gives you an option of being invoiced or giving a credit card. You select the invoice option and you place your order. Sometimes if you have no credit established or a brand new business, they make make they may want you to make two or three purchases before they'll actually extend the credit. But in a lot of cases, these sources will approve you right away for small amounts of credit. You want to try to spend at least maybe $50 or more. Places like Quill won't even report the credit unless you spend 50. They're all not that that way. You can call them and ask them for how much you need to spend to have it reported to the business credit reporting agencies, but Quill's one that you need to spend 50. And then again, you just need to make sure that you know when you, you pay the bill promptly, as soon as you receive the bill or maybe even a little bit before, go into their online systems or call in, make your payment, knowing that when that credit reports, how you pay will determine your score and your score will determine your future approvals. So once you've done this and you have about five accounts, then you can start getting real revolving credit. It usually comes in the form of store credit next, where you can get Best Buy and Amazon and Chevron, Sunoco, Costco. Most major retailers offer business credit. Again, don't put your social security number on the application or you'll provide a guarantee and they'll pull the personal credit. But if you don't, you force them to pull your business credit. They'll make the approval decision based on that established credit that we just talked about. Uh, and then from there, you can you know, move on with 10, 14 plus accounts to start getting fleet credit cards and cash credit cards which are a little bit harder to get. They might look at revenue and time in business and some other factors as you move up the scale and start obtaining more and more credit. What's a cash credit card? Well, I consider a cash credit card to be a Visa card, a MasterCard you can use anywhere. So, for example, I can go to Sam's Club and get a Sam's Club credit card that I can only use at Sam's Club. But Sam's Club also offers a commercial card, and the commercial card I can go to Costco and use. I can use it at Kmart. I can use it at Sears. I can use it anywhere. So I consider cash credit to be credit you can use anywhere. Now, cash credit you can obtain after you get about 10 to 14 trade lines. Sometimes they still will want a personal guarantee with cash credit. Sometimes they won't. Sometimes they may still do a personal credit check. Sometimes they may not. Uh, but with cash credit, as long as you have well-established business credit, your chances of getting approved for fleet and cash credit are, are very, very good. And as your business continues to grow and your trade lines grow, then your ability to get cash credit without the personal guarantee, without the personal credit check grows as well. Wow. That's a, a pretty incredible checklist there from you know but you know just take it a piece at a time uh that you know that you can definitely get some some traction just 
you know, filling, taking the time to fill out that application form, first and foremost, correctly and accurately. And I think the bottom line is that, you know, what you're talking about is, is borrow, you know, responsibly and equally pay back responsibly and you can continue to grow and grow. And I think what the bottom line of your message here today is you will also grow your business by doing so. Absolutely. And that, that's the whole purpose is, you know, like I said, the biggest reasons for business failure across the world is that business owners get started and don't have enough capital to be able to do what they need to do or things come up that are unexpected. We all know in business that nothing works out as we intend or plan it to work out. But when those unexpected things come up, the unexpected expenses, the revenue drop for a month or two, the marketing campaign that didn't work out, the question is, is do you have enough capital to float you and get you through that time period. If you do, then that's when you have the best chance of succeeding long-term. If you don't, then statistics show that will inevitably be what drives you out of business. So having accessible capital really determines success or failure, no matter where you are in the world. And business credit's just a great way to get it. I mean, you don't, you could do it as a startup. You don't need the things that you need to qualify for a loan. Um, so it really helps you get a jump start to your business, even if you're just in the startup phase. Yeah, that's that's incredibly cool. And I think that, you know, people, when they look at, the, you know, building their business from that perspective, it's much more expansive than, well, I can't do that right now because, you know, whatever the because is. But, you know, I mean, mostly, you know, I hear often entrepreneurs, you know, it's like love to, but I can't afford it. You know, and and it would be for things that they really do need, you know, a website, <laughs> like you were talking about. You know, you have to have a credible website to even qualify for, uh, you know, any type of real loan. So, you know, it, it doesn't have to be super fancy, but you know, a homepage where at least describes your services and tells a little bit about what you do and all of that is, you know, essential. But if that's holding you back. It's holding you back. So, and I'm telling you, most businesses today, I know my myself as a business person, if I am looking at a new company to be working with, first thing I do is I go online to see what they're all about and what, you know, you know, what type of business that they are, are offering. And, you know, and it, I think a website is ever telling. Yours is very, 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 um, Sharp, by the way. I went on your website to uh, uh, download um, a gift you're going to be talking about very soon, but it says a lot about your business. And so don't let that stop you. Get some business credit if that's what you need to get your business up and running, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, you do have a very interesting uh, gift for us today, and I'll let you um, tell us how to get it and a little bit about it. Sure, absolutely. We've got a guide that maps out the exact steps to build business credit uh, more in depth than we've had the time to jump into today. And they can go right to creditsuite.com. That's credit and then suite, S-U-I-T-E.com. And at creditsuite.com forward slash E-I-N, they can download a free guide that maps out the steps specifically on uh, building business credit. So, and that's right on your homepage that it's super easy to find. And I downloaded that guide myself and I'll be going through it and probably even reaching out to you for more assistance along the way, because I think that, you know, this is something that can certainly improve 
you know, the way that I structure and do my business as well. So it, it's a really valid um, situation. And so, and if people want to, you know, reach out to, um, you know, directly for some more information, just go to that credit Swiss, Swiss, Swiss. I've been trying to make you a Swiss bank in my That's mind all geez, episodes. That's added billions of dollars to my bottom line. I appreciate that. That was very generous of you. com is that where they need to uh, reach out to? Sure, time? yeah. They could go right to creditsuite.com and there's a contact us page. And at the top right are our social media channels. And we have tons of free content uh, that map out a lot of details about business credit financing there as well. Awesome. And I know you do some, you know, obviously some podcasts and YouTube videos and Facebook Live. And so there's a lot of avenues to find you. And so if they just go to that that main portal, they can get get in contact with you and tell you tell you what they need to stay closer in touch with your information, right? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. We're off to another short break. And when we come back, I'm going to give you my feng shui weekly tip. And I'm going to talk about how you powerfully can set yourself up for success with the annual energies of the fire monkey, incorporating person, space, and time. Business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski. The time together just flew by today, for sure. I had a blast with you, and I learned a lot. Do you have any final thoughts for our listeners today? Well, I just think it's important that every business that exists gets started with business credit right away. Like I said, it, it really is something that you're going to need in due time. Um, so you might as well just get started right away. Access the capital you need to start and grow the business and uh, be in a great position down the road as you, uh, as you need business loans. And I had a great time as well. Thank you so much for having me on today. 
Absolutely. So remember, you can get assistance through Ty very easily with those steps that he laid out at www.creditsuite.com. So really tap into that and you'll be happy you did. So again, thanks, Ty, for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now it's time for my weekly feng shui, astrology, and auspicious timing tip. All classically trained feng shui consultants around the world are preparing for the biggest shift of the year, and that happens on February 3rd because that's when the fire rooster begins. So since we're on the cusp of Chinese New Year, I thought what might best serve you this week is to help you best prepare to set yourself up and your space so that you'll have a successful year. Now, classical feng shui addresses person, space, and time. So in other words, it's your business astrology, business feng shui, and auspicious timing using my Time Blazer business management system. Now, feng shui is built on empirical data of consistent and reliable repeatable patterns, specifically the five elements, which are wood, fire, earth, metal, and water, and chi or energy flow, if you well, and that shows on every one of those modalities, person, space, and time. So let's talk about you first. That's always the important part, right? So, and that would be your astrology. Now, there's a few animals that are going to be really super vibrant in 2017, and we know historically they're going to perform quite well in the year of the fire rooster. Now, one of them is going to be the roosters and the other one is going to be the horse. So if you have one or both of these animals in your chart, we know for certainty that you will have a really good chance of achieving life transformational things in 2017. But that also means you're going to have to go after opportunities. Now, I'm not the wish thinker kind of lady. You you might have known that um, already by now. So you're really going to have to um, pick up some speed and really really take advantage of this year, which is going to go by very, very, very quickly. So if you have a horse or rooster in your chart, that's great. So how do you find that out? Go to freebusinessastrology.com, enter in your birth information, and then you're going to get your free chart. And I'll be talking about each of the animals in upcoming episodes. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that as well. Now let's talk about the feng shui of your space. One of the best things you can do right now is to understand the layout and directions of your home or office. Now, after February 3rd, 2017, new favorable directions begin to support you, and it's really advisable for you to use those locations on your floor plan. Use the good, avoid the bad. That's clear, 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 clear what we need to do with feng shui. So if you can change, um, you know, the things that you're, you know, doing to help support that, that's going to be really a uh, the the key of how you're going to be doing that. So I'm going to make available to you now the 2017 annual compass style, and you can superimpose that over your floor plan. So just go to bit.ly compass dial, and you're going to be able to get that color-coded annual feng shui dial that I made up for my clients this year. What you're going to want to do, look at the green areas in the southeast northwest and the north these are the positive directions in 2017 and what i would advise you to uh, avoid is working sleeping or or entering a door if you can in the south the south sector is very very unstable in 2017 after february 3rd now finally i would always i would always like to address the timing factor which is really uh, a very dynamic part of classical feng shui, and that's using my Time Blazer business management system. So when we use the element of time, you are powerfully impacting your business. You have a command of your calendar, 
you, it's you're good to go. Now this has some things embedded into the Time Blazer, so I want to make sure you experience this. And there are some days when you're going to feel like, wow, this was like, oh, I got so many things done. This is just it, everything's just in the flow. And then the other days, you're doing the exact same thing, possibly, and it's like, oh my gosh, everything I do, it's like ten steps backwards. Well, why is that? Well, guess what? The Time Blazer Business Management System is going to help you to discover the best days and times of the year to accomplish your personal and professional task. So this really is the secret weapon and competitive edge to a successful business. It's not just time management, but optimizing the time you have. So here's what I'd like to do to support you in getting ready for Chinese New Year. On Friday, January the 27th, it's a really vibrant and positive remove day. Now, a remove day can help you get rid of clutter physically or digitally, you know, those emails that keep stacking up or your desktop that looks crazy and whatever. So you can also finish up projects and tasks to free up space for something new to come in. So on Friday, the 27th, I'm going to be doing a free virtual remove day retreat, and it's from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time because there's some really good time slots in that time frame. So what I would encourage you to do is download that compass dial I spoke about earlier and find out where the southeast, northwest, and north sectors are of your space. If you, you know that compass dial will guide you exactly where, where they're at if you take an accurate compass direction. And then you'll know where the vibrant energies of 2017 are for the fire rooster year. Now, I'm going to want you during this retreat remove retreat time is to concentrate your time and efforts in cleaning up those areas because when we energize those areas, there are going to be good energy flowing in for you to have a successful year. Now, I'm also going to do a really quick recap from my annual Feng Shui Astrology talk that I just did last week at live, but um, there's there's some things that I would really like to uh, re-emphasize and make sure that people get it, as well as new listeners that will be just uh, tuning in for the first time. But it is about like how to position key things like your desk and other large pieces of furniture, because these pieces of furniture, like your computer screen etc. They're like antennas. They're receptors of chi. And then when you position them in a certain direction, which I'm going to guide you through, that's going to help you make your life easier. Now, mostly, I want you to experience real time the positive effects of using the Time Blazer business management system. So I guarantee you that you'll be amazed how much you get in a short period of time. Why? Because you're going to be in flow with the day. So here's the format. The time frame is it's a free webinar, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard, June 27th. There's going to be three brief check-ins. I'm not going to be on the whole time because you're going to take action. Feng Shui is action-oriented modality. So we're going to be using the energy of the day, and then we're going to just check in a couple of times. I'll give you some guidance along the way, and boom, you're going to be off on your way. So depending on how much clutter you need to remove from your space, whether physically or digitally, you know, definitely this may be a day you want to hire a professional organizer or a trusted non-judgmental friend or family member to assist you. So if you'd like to enroll in that free webinar, go to bit.ly forward slash remove day retreat and I'll send you further details on all of that now here's one last thing April 12th now it's January end of January right now if you're listening live end of January but the next positive remove day is April 12th 
So there you go. You're not going to want to miss this bonus opportunity because they're not always free. So this one, it is free and helping you get set for the year of the fire rooster. Thank you so much for spending time with me here today. I look forward to seeing you soon on Illuminating Feng Shui. And until next week, may good chi follow. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. Please join Kathleen Zamansky again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace. 